everybody, welcome! It's the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. On this 3rd of March, 2023. And you know what that means. It's Friday. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. So, how's it going? There's nothing really happening with the Rangers. Mm-mm, nah. I mean, you know, they only had casino night this past week, and Keandre Miller got suspended. Um, they only had a deal with this this guy called Patrick Kane. Perhaps you've heard of him coming to the team, um, being traded to them. Um, they only had, like, their captain play 29 minutes on Sunday, best game of the season for him. Uh, you know, nothing really happening. Lindy got hurt. Tyler Mott got hurt. Oh, no, 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 nothing really happening. Nothing really, nothing really exciting to talk about. <laughs> so much has happened, like, since Sunday. Like, actually, since Saturday. So let's go back to Saturday against Washington. We'll, we'll start slow from there, right? So Saturday, I'm at a cheerleading competition. So I'm not watching this game. I hate afternoon games. I wish the game was at night. But anyway, like some of the time, like I hate one o'clock games. Um, five o'clock games, I love. Three o'clock games, okay, I can deal with that three o'clock. But one o'clock, no. All right, anywho. Um, so I'm like trying to catch up on what's happening during the game. And I see the tweet that like Lindy's not coming back for the rest of the game. And then I'm like, he got hit. And, and then people are tweeting, oh my God, that looked terrible. Oh my God, he could be lost for the season. Oh my God, that hit was disgusting. He wasn't hit, you know, he wasn't, he, he wasn't oh, TJ. Oh, she didn't get a five minute major, blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. So I finally find the video. Okay, I'm sitting in the stands watching this cheerleading competition, mind you. I, I'm looking at this video and I'm like, holy hell, how was that not a five minute major? But then I saw that Barclay Goodrow kicked, the ass, kicked TJ Oshie's ass. So I was okay. I, I felt much better after Barclay kicked his ass. But I was just like, how in the hell did the refs not call five minute major on that? Because first of all, he was in a vulnerable position. TJ Oshie should have known that he was not, he should not have hit him and he hit him anyway. Um, okay. And then seeing at the end of the game, at the end of the game, you know, when the game was over, that Lindy was in a sling. Well, obviously, I know he was in a sling for precautionary reasons because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, okay. Now we're playing shorthanded on Sunday because now they're trying to make cap space available to, to trade Patrick Kane. So they call up Ryan Carpenter. They had Schneider on the bench. Schneider didn't play any minutes. Ryan Carpenter didn't play any minutes. They just had him on the bench, which I don't understand why they bothered calling up Ryan Carpenter at all, period. But okay, let's keep going. So then you have Foxy playing extra, extra, extra minutes. You have now Ben Harbour on defense, thank God. Now I think before I continue, I'm just gonna say, note, Ben Harper should be fucking playing. He should be the sixth defenseman, not the seventh. Thank you. I've said it. You're welcome. He looks really good out there. He's not in the penalty box like number 77. He is legitly the sixth. He should legitly be the sixth defenseman. Okay, let me continue. Um, ben Harper playing so many minutes. Then you had number 77 playing so many minutes. Um, you had Key start the game but um, did a no-no during the game and spit. Which, by the way, here's my problem. 
The the refs took 10 fucking minutes in slow motion, mind you, to try to pinpoint the moment he spit. We wasted 10 minutes of our time because he spit. Okay. Meanwhile, they spent 30 seconds looking at a goal that should not have been a goal for the Kings. 30 seconds on that, we're okay with. But 10 freaking minutes to find out that, that Miller spat. Yes, okay. Not on purpose, mind you. You can tell it wasn't on purpose. He wasn't in his face. He wasn't like nose to nose and then he spat at him. First of all, why do athletes have to spit? This is my question as a woman. Why do I have? And then the cameramen have to be on you when you spit. That's just every girl's dream. I'll tell you. Every girl's dream is to watch men spit. Yes. Notice every sport does that but basketball because they can't spit on the court. Hockey players spit, baseball players spit, and football players spit. I don't know who spits the best, but I can tell you, it's gross. Okay. I digress. Anyway. So then he's kicked out of the game. So now we have, now we're really shorthanded. Okay. So now we have Jacob Chuba, our captain, playing 29 fucking minutes of awesome hockey. He played so incredible. I was so proud of you, Jacob. So proud of you. You, that was your best game of the season so far. And I know everybody goes back to when you threw the helmet and you had your hits and your, and your fights. But the hits and the fights, though, are what make you you. This was something, like, out of the ordinary, you know? And he just stood up and he had so much leadership on Sunday. And you could tell. You could tell he was playing... He was just playing focused, and he was playing different, different type of hockey for him. And then to be then put on the other side and out of position and played out of position so perfectly well, so perfectly well. And he did that again on Wednesday. We were shorthanded again Wednesday, um, which he played phenomenal. So if I, I'm going to say this, first of all, from Saturday, I saw like people going after like Lindy, like saying like, oh, it's a godsend that he got hurt now because now we can, now we can get Patrick Kane because we can put him on, um, I, whatever we can put him on I L I R, whatever it is. And then we can put him on there and then we can get him and blah, 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 da, 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 da. Um, no, we never ever should slander the warrior on our team. Okay, first of all, Lindy has all swag. He's swagger and soul. That's what I nicknamed him. Swagger and soul. Swagger and soul. You do not slander that man. You slander that man, I'm coming after you. Second of all, you're going to slander Jacob Chuba, I'm coming after you too. Because there's no fucking way you should be doing that shit. I don't give a shit. And then don't tell me, oh, I don't hate him. I just hate his contract. Oh, shut up. Are you seriously shut up? Shut up. And even after that ridiculous game that he played on Sunday, there were still people going after him on social, on Twitter. I'm like, did you not watch the same game that I watched when he played in phenomenal? Made no mistakes, was the leader on the ice, was the leader that he should be, that he is. And then you're going to slander him? Oh, no, no, no. No way, Jose. Mm-mm. No. So I'm telling you now, warning. If we're going to slander Jacob Truba, I'm coming after you. We're going to slander Lindy, 
Oh, you, oh yeah, I'm coming after you. But if you slander anybody in a really bad way, I'm coming after you. This is the team that you root for. There should be no slander. Now, I understand we were all upset about, Cra uh, about Cravy. I know. I get it. I was upset about him, too. Because why were we giving somebody, like, chance after chance after chance when he obviously didn't want, he obviously did not want to be here? Did you see his shift from last night's game? Did you see the shift? Where was that when he was here? Where was that? Where was that determination? Where was that physical play? Where was that skating? He wasn't here. And I understand sometimes we get all upset. But there's no way that we should be slandering our goalies either. Like last night, everybody's blaming the goalie. No. You know what was the problem? The offense was, in, was missing in action. They all, they all were wrapped up last night in, the, in Patrick Kane. And, and obviously so. I mean, Patrick Kane is one of the best hockey players to play this game. And he is now on the New York Rangers. And he's back with his best buddy, Brad, who, oh my God, I saw the videos of him throwing the puck and telling him, chase it, chase it. I was dying laughing. I was dying laughing. I love seeing that. They're like little two little boys in the playground. You know, I, that was so freaking, that was freaking adorable. I mean, seriously. He's bread. This is like the year of bread because he's got Tara, Tarasenko, who he loves, playing with. And now he's got Kane. This is like the year of the bread. <laughs> year, year for bread. Um, got his butter back. Mm-hmm. Now he has bread and butter, see? Um, but seriously. Why? Now listen to me. We all were upset last night about the five-minute major, and we had five minutes on the power play, and the power play looked horrible. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to defend it. No. The power play looked horrible. Both, both units looked horrendous. And what happened on the first unit was they kept just passing, you pat, you shoot it. No, 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 you shoot it. And they kept passing to each other. I kind of felt like they were trying to force Kane to get a goal. Whereas when Tarasenko had his MSG debut, it just seemed to like happen naturally. Like he got his first goal and it was just a natural way of, of it happening. Just one little pass, he shot it, bing, goal. I felt like they were trying to force things last night with, with Kane. Kane's going to score. I have no I have no qualms on saying he's going to score. I know he's going to score. We know he's going to get goals. But let's just let it happen. Don't try to force it to happen. I think that's what they were doing on the power play. And then why was Kako on there and not, and not Lafayette on power play unit two? I know the next time around, Kako sat and Laffy got, back, got to be put back out there. But still, um, you have to remember, on the power play one unit, Patrick Kane only had one practice. Calm the shit down. That that's for starters. Um, but I felt like they were passing way too much. Remember, take the puck and drive to the net. When you drive to the net, you make things happen. And then what they weren't doing in last night's game, and I noticed the game before was they were shooting, right? They were shooting from all different angles and they were getting rebounds, but they weren't there for the rebound. Nobody was sitting in front of the net. Nobody was there for the rebound. 
So if you're going to shoot, you're going to obviously get rebounds. And guess where they're going to go? To the other side of the ice, usually. If you're shooting on the left-hand side, the rebound's going to go off on the right. If you're shooting on the right, it's going to come on the left. Or, who knows, it may just pop right back to your stick like we've seen with some guys this year, and then you get another shot. I mean, that's what happened with Keandre Miller when he won that game, uh, when he tied the game with, like, you know, zero seconds left on the clock against Dallas. He shot it. It was blocked. He got the he got his own freaking rebound, and he shot it. And, oh, my God, Tarasenko, before I forget, he pulled the Forsberg last night. Oh, Forsberg, I loved him. <laughs> I loved watching him play. Um, that was awesome. That that goal that that number ninety one scored was incredible. That was an incredible goal. And you can see how skilled he is. You can so see how skilled he is. He's got so much skill. Oh my god, he's like bursting at the seams with skill. And we'll see that with Kane. But we have to be patient. See, Ranger fans are not the patient people. They want things to happen. They want things to happen instantaneously. Like people, like the calm your shit down, people. Calm down. Igor is going to be fine. Jaro's fine. We have, our goalies are fine. They're going to mess up every once in a while because they're human beings. Same as everybody else on the defense. Everybody's like, oh my God, our defense stinks. Calm the shit down. Bring it down. Breathe. They're going to be just fine. All four lines are going to be fine. They're human beings. They're not robots. Let's remember that. They're athletes, yes, but they're not robots. They're going to they're gonna pull out their shit together. They're going to put their shit together. It's going to take some, sometimes they're going to go through ups and downs because guess what? Every team has winning streaks and every team has slumps. No matter what sport you're watching, that happens all the time. Teams win eight games in a row. Teams lose four in a row. Then they go on winning streaks, win three in a row. Then they lose two. It happens. And it's going to keep happening. Just relax. Just relax. Take it down a notch. All right. So let me talk about, uh, and then Tyler Mott before I forget. All right. So. Oh my God, that, thank God that was a five minute major. I would have, I would have lost my shit if that wasn't, to tell you the truth. Um, <sighs> that was terrible. Okay, so Austin Watson, why is he still playing hockey? Why is he still in the NHL? Why is he still here? That's your former teammate and you're going to take an elbow and a shoulder to his fucking face? What the hell is fucking wrong with you? So here's, here's his suspension history. Ready? 2017, two games for boarding. 2018, 27 games for domestic abuse. Later reduced to 18. 2019, indefinitely sus, um, suspended for six weeks for substance abuse. 2022, he was suspended twice, two games for hit to the head, and $4,000 for interference. The, the, the money for interference, I don't give a shit about. But all the other stuff, hello? He better be suspended. If you can suspend Keandre Miller for accidentally spitting in someone's face three games, you can suspend Austin Watson for three games for intent to injure. Intent to injure, because that, that was definitely what he did. He didn't give a shit, and he just went right at him. That was terrible last night. I hope, Tyler, I hope you're feeling so much better. I hope you're feeling okay. Luckily, you don't play today. So hopefully, like, the day of rest will help you. Um, I hope to see you out play on Saturday. That, that was terrible. 
horrible. My God. Anyhow. Casino night. Okay, so here's my take on this event. I'm going to say that right now. This is my take on it. Okay, number one. If you're going to charge a whole buttload of money, $2,500, this package, six twenty-five for this package, then we need to have a package that's three twenty-five, And then you have wristbands. So the blue wristband is for the package for two Two, for $2,500. The red wristband is for the package for $625. And the white wristband is for a package for $325. So then the people wear the wristbands, right? Not here. Why would I want to pay $625 to go to this event and not have every fucking player there? And I don't gamble. I'm not the one when you, when I go to Atlantic City, like, I'm not the one that goes to spend money and gamble. I'll lose $20 that day. Maybe I'll win, but the most I'll, I, I literally, is $20. I don't like gambling. It's not something that I enjoy because I like to see my money where it's going. <laughs> I don't like to just give my money away, you know? Um, so did you have a package where people can just come enjoy themselves, enjoy the bar, enjoy the food, and enjoy the players for three twenty-five. Hence, that's why I said then everybody wears wristbands, so everybody then knows who is allowed to then gamble and who's allowed not to. But <clears throat> another thing, if Caesars was sponsoring it, they could have had like thrones there. Literally, you could have put Mika on a freaking throne. I know he was recovering from his ankle injury from blocking the shot on Sunday. He could have sat on a throne. Mika and a throne go very well, very well, very well together, as does Lindy, because Lindy wasn't there either. And then you diss Brett Schneider. You dissed him from this event. He's part of this fucking team. He should be there. Key was there, okay? Key, after being kicked out of the game, was there. Just think about this. And you knew he was going to be suspended. He was there. But we told Schneider no for some odd reason. This isn't, this isn't a game. It's an event. He should be allowed to go to the event even though he was resigned to the AHL. He should have been allowed to then be there at the event. I'm sorry, but he should have been. Everybody should have been there. Like I said, if I'm spending a lot of money on the event, all the players need to show up. And there were other ones I think that were missing too. I couldn't count from the picture. But, and then Foxy, what the hell were you wearing on your feet? Brown, I believe it looked brown. Brown socks, first of all, with the, with the tocks. And brown loafers. Oh my freaking God. Did you not have Tate dress you? Have your girl dress you, please. Those events. Or, even better yet, the people that you rent the tucks from have shoes, guaranteed. Tell them, I don't have black shoes. Now, I loved Keandre Miller's. Keandre Miller kills fashion. And he stood out in his red tucks. I loved it. Loved it so freaking much. Um, Philip Keitel with his sparkly jacket. Oh, my God. Loved it so much. But he, again, he wore white socks. You don't wear white socks and black 
shoes and then have your pants shorter than the shoe so people can see the sock. Again, just a mistake. Um, everybody else looked, uh, Ben Harper looked amazing, amazing in his tux. Amazing. Vinny, of course, looked amazing in his tux. You could tell. He just, uh, he, he killed that. He killed that shit. And then you had Truba looking so freaking fantastic. Looked so good. The hair was done so nice. He had it rough on his face. Mm-mm-mm. He looked so good. And his tux, oh, oh, I'm telling you, you all looked good your taxes minus the problem with your shoes and socks i'll leave it at that but you all looked really amazing um and congratulations to mika um becoming he's going to become a girl dad your daughter is going to become a cheerleader mm-hmm. i'll set it right here cheerleader in training honey mm-hmm. she's a cheerleader in training oh he's gonna you're gonna make a fantastic dad you're gonna make a fantastic dad no doubt no doubt in my mind okay so two, one last thing now. So I get to my dating dating segment because I haven't like talked about this for a while. We've been um um. So I just wanted to like throw this out there. Okay. So there was a story that I put on my blog yesterday. By the way, if you want to go read it, but um, a great story about a couple um, Columbus Blue Jacket players, one that got the stick and the other one. Okay. So this little girl. She looks like she's probably eight, nine years old. All right. Um, she was waiting. Her name is Alyssa. She was waiting near the glass um, to get Corp, Corpy's autograph stick after he was announced as the first star. So he took his victory lap and pointed right at her, tossed the souvenir stick over the glass. It landed in her lap in her hand for a split second until someone behind her snatched it from her grip. Who the fuck? snatches a stick from a little girl you should be fucking ashamed of yourself and you should be like banned from ever going to another game i hope a Columbus blue jackets figure out who the hell you were and kicked you out okay kicked you out because no and it's probably a grown man too which which even makes me even more mad okay um and after this this i guess this is a reporter um after hearing the story he reached out to the good guys and asked if if they were near Corpy down by the locker room presser. He said yes. He explained the situation. He was on it. So he 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 saw what happened. So after logistics were figured out, he was able to make a wrong right by presenting her with a signed game you stick to Alyssa within 15 minutes after the conversation happened. So after somebody saw this happen and they had the conversation, she got her stick and she was so excited. And she was just she was like crying. She was so excited. And I love hearing stories like that, like the endings. But my point being is, because I always talk about athletes and I talk about like, you know, why I never would date a football player <clears throat> again, um, never baseball and never basketball, but I would date hockey players. This is why, because you know why? Look at how they are like the best freaking athletes because they care. You can see how deeply they give a shit. Literally, they give a shit about their fan base. They stand outside the arena taking selfies with them when they arrive. They wave at them. They talk to them. They socialize with fans. They are, they're, they're such great humans in the community. Remember, they're human. They're, they're people. They're not just athletes. Like some people, sometimes I find like people just look at them as athletes and robots and they forget that they're people. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to say things or do things that are not good or acceptable. 
But at the end of the day, they're people. We have to remember that. Like, they're people. They're going to do that kind of stuff. But they're just the best. They're just the best guys on this planet, I have to just say. Um, Whether it's the AHL, KHL, NHL, um, they're just awesome dudes. Um, And I've met a lot of my time here on Earth here (laughs) since I've been here. And I I just love them. Literally, I love hockey players. They're so down to earth. You can just tell the difference between a hockey player, a baseball player, a football player, and a basketball player instantaneously. Instantaneously. So on Twitter, like the last three months, men have been sliding into my DMs, older gentlemen, mind you. And they're like, kind of like, first of all, I kind of just want to say, it's kind of neat that you, you you know, you you shoot your shot. Great. Great. I'm, I'm happy. I'm kind of like impressed that you kind of, you know, you shoot your shot. I always give kudos to people who can just shoot their shot. Now, some of them have been stupid. Okay. Like, don't come at me with pickup lines. Because I am not not interested in, any, in having any conversation with somebody who takes an hour to figure out that they have to come out with a pickup line for me. And I'm not kidding. Some people have come with pickup lines and they're so, they're lame and they're stupid. If you're going to come at me and you're going to shoot your shot, just be yourself. Be your authentic self. Say something that like caught your eye or attention. Ask me a question. You know, just be yourself. Oh my God. It just pisses me off so much when people do not, they're not themselves. They pretend to be these other people and then throw pickup lines. No. Anyway. So for like the past like three months, um, you know, I've had desperate dudes trying to date me and I can tell when you're desperate. If you have to explain to me why I have to date you <laughs> and why I shouldn't want to date a hockey player, because this, this one guy did this. He was like, Do you, have, you don't have to date a hockey player, you can date me. And here's the reasons why. And he labels them A, B, C, D, E, and F. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? First of all, and I said, you're desperate. I said, why don't you read back what you sent to me? Read it back and tell me that you're not desperate. He goes, I'm not desperate. I'm very confident in myself. I said, no, you don't, if you're confident in yourself, you don't have to try to convince anybody to date you. They're either going to date you or they're not. But you don't sit there with like a for sale sign and try to sell yourself, you know? All right. Pick up lines or jealousy. Or I have to spell a word wrong. Um, or show their jealousy because I have an age range, right? And people don't like the fact that I have an age range. Oh, you're not going to date a 50-year-old? Uh, no. You're not going to date somebody who's 55 or 45 or 40? How about somebody who's 38? And then somebody asks me, are you going to date somebody who's 34? And I'm like, uh, n- no. Uh, no. All right. So, okay. Um, so... It's mostly the guys that are like 34 and over who are like slotting into the DMs trying to attack me basically and try to get me to date them. And I'm like, no. Um, so I'll give them credit for coming out, you know, coming out of the woodworks. Sure. So here are answers to every single direct message that I've received because I've, I've taken them and I've put them into number numbers so all categories so here is i don't have to validate my reasons 
I don't have to ask permission either to do what I want to do. But whoever I want to be with or date, that's up to me. That's like my choice. I don't have to validate why I want to date young guys. There's no reason for me to validate it for you. I don't need your validation nor your permission. Okay. So yes, I date guys who are 23 to 32. But I have dated guys that are 21 and 22. See, because there are always exceptions to what I feel I want to do. But with that said, don't get your hopes up. If you're over, if you're 34, 35, 36, 37, blah, 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 or older, because that's staying put. And for various reasons that I'm not going to get into. Okay. Number two, people go, well, why do you want to just date a hockey player? Why do you just want to date athletes? Why don't you just want to date, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Cheerleaders belong with athletes. It's like, you know, cookies and milk, peanut butter and jelly, bread with butter. We just go with them. You see what I'm saying? We just go together. And I know about all the stereotypical ideas put out there about in the world about cheerleaders because I've had to deal with it my entire life. Oh, cheerleaders are stupid. We're so dumb. Cheerleaders, oh, they sleep around. They're hoes. They're whores. Um, they lack talent. They have no talent. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. So trust me when I'm used to that. And I'm still in the industry, so I know how men can easily think they can land me because I'm a cheerleader. Uh, yeah, no. Trust me. I'm hard to land since I have high standards, and I don't go against my high standards that I have. So then, of course, we'll get into the standards one in a minute because that was one of my questions. Somebody actually put that in my questions, uh, in my DMs. I'll gl I gladly will give an athlete a chance. But if he only thinks he deserves the bare minimum, oh, he only thinks that I deserve the bare minimum, he's got another thing coming. Because I'm, I'm extra. I know I'm extra. I am a hand fucking full. That's why you have two hands, by the way. But I'm a handful. I know I'm a handful. I am extra. If that's all you want is basic, don't even bother with me. Because it's not going to happen. Now, now, I don't want to be the first priority for an athlete because his first priority should be his team and should be his career. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to accept bare minimum. Let me explain that. Let me just make sure that's put out there because people go, but you don't want bare minimum, but yet, no, no. I don't deserve to be treated as bare minimum, at bare minimum. I deserve the kit and caboodle, everything. Mm-hmm. All right. So trust me when I say this. So there needs to be balance. So that's what relationships are. Relationships are 50-50. It's not 75-25 or 85-15. It's 50-50. Balance. But trust me this. So trust me when I say that if I have told you that I like you, that's a compliment. Take it as a compliment because the, trust me. I don't need anyone to complete me. I want someone to grow and build with. See, there's the difference. If a girl is coming at you because she needs you, run. A girl should never need you. Those clingy, I'm not clingy, I don't need you. Like, like those types of girls. That goes for everybody, not just athletes. Clingy. No, I want you to be obsessed with me. But I don't, want you, I don't want you to be clingy. I don't want to be clingy either. And if I'm clingy, you 
you tell me that you're clear you're clinging you let me know and i'll be like oh god no i'm not clinging um so when guys say to me the only reason i want to be with a hockey player or an athlete is because how they look physically i literally giggle and roll my eyes okay I don't give a shit about a man's hairline, if he has six-pack abs, if he has buns of steel, if he has muscles. No, that to me is a bonus. That's not the reason to date anybody, period, athlete or not. The mindset, the attitude, and the character, and the personality of a hockey player is the main reason why I am attracted to them. Being also that I am an ex-athlete myself and a current coach, I have the exact same mindset as they do. Hence why I don't want to be the first priority. And I understand they have other things that they have to attend to. They don't have to attend to me. I don't need their attention 24-7. Plus, I support them 125%, personal cheerleader. Hello. And I'm loyal as fuck. I mean, I have people who can back me up on that shit. Literally. I'm extremely loyal. I will support you through thick and thin, whatever. However you need me is how I show up. That's basically, that's basically me in a nutshell. Um, and I have everybody know that I never, I've always never dated doctors, male nurses, lawyers, cops, firefighters, or guys in the military. Because I've had those guys side of my DMs. And, I'm like, and they're like, why? I'm like, well, doctors and nurses and lawyers, ours are nuts. First of all, they are never around when you need them. They are never around. Their jobs are so demanding. And oh, forget about having kids. Forget about having a family with a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer. Forget about that. Because first of all, if I had kids with a guy who was doing that for a living, I would never see him, nor with a kid. Neither with a kid. Vice versa, if a guy marries a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse? Do you know who's raising your kids? A nanny. How do I know this? Because I was one. The, the kid loves the nanny more than, than the mother or the father because the nanny is the one that's raising the kid. Not the mommy, not the daddy. Um, as for cops and firefighters and military dudes, that is, their jobs are just too, too freaking ass dangerous and I would be a wreck worrying about them every single day. I don't need that extra stress. It's just, it's not for me. Some people are so good at that, good for you. But no, I think like doctors should date other doctors and nurses should date other nurses and lawyers and cops should date firefighters and all that kind of stuff. Like stay over there. <laughs> that, that's, that's who you should date because people would understand you better. See what I'm saying? Like, but anyway. So, um, um, Okay, and that was the story. So then somebody asked me, so you're just going to say no to other dudes who aren't hockey players? Then aren't your standards too high? So my answer, I answered that in a tweet. So a guy went to me, your standards are too high. And I said, well, those standards protect me from low quality experiences. So I'm not afraid to say no. I know what I want. That's what I want. That's all what I want. I know what I bring to the table. I know I'm the prize. I know I'm a rare breed. 
This is just another reason why folks should get off the dating apps. And I put that in my blog because you'll see what options are left. Then you'll understand to not just settle just to settle because so many people today are just doing the exact same thing. Like that's what I'm saying, bare minimum. No, you shouldn't settle for somebody who's just gonna give you the bare minimum just to settle to be with somebody. And as I had said previously in another blog post, men marry the woman in front of them, not necessarily the woman they are meant to be with because they settled when they should have said no, period. They're like, oh, you know, I better get married. Better start my family, better just get married. And they just do it and they just settle for the woman that's in front of them and not the woman that they're actually meant to be with because they settled for bare minimum. You see, do you see like how it all ties in together? Four, it's always, okay, so then I gave some advice on Twitter for those that need some dating advice. Date someone who's interested in you. And I don't mean someone who finds you funny and cute. I mean someone who genuinely wants to get to know you. Find the person who wants to get to know every aspect of who you are because that person's a keeper. If that person wants to know everything about you and is into you, that's a keeper. That's a keeper. And not somebody who just spies on your social media to trying to figure out who you are. That's not how you figure out how anybody is, by the way. Actually, like taking the girl out for coffee and having a, sitting there having a conversation with a person, that's how you figure out how people, who people are. By actually face-to-face -face interaction, that's how you find out how, who people are and how people act and who they are, character-wise, personality-wise, all that kind of stuff. All right, so then my other two, so I have two other questions that are in my DMs. So you only want to then date guys from your favorite team, right? Oh, another fabulous DM. And to answer it, maybe, maybe, but the guys who shoot their shot get a shot. So who's to say that guys from other hockey teams are not on my DMs right now? Um, see, I don't tweet or post out who I am talking to. I don't do that. That's a major rule of mine. Like, I'm telling you these guys are sending me direct messages, right? But do you know who they are? No. And you're never going to know who they are. Because I keep that. That's private. That's a rule of mine. That's called trustworthy. That's acting trustworthy. Trustworthiness is something I take seriously. And I don't screenshot shit like so many people on Twitter do. Especially direct messages. And here's my motto. I don't chase, I replace. I'm not gonna chase you. You want me to chase you? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I have no time to chase you. And why would you wanna waste time playing stupid games? I, I never understood this with guys. You wanna, oh, I'm gonna make her chase me. Just watch, he's gonna come after me. Uh, no, I'm not, honey. Mistake. Um, and then you're gonna see me with some other dude. And you're gonna wonder why I'm with that dude because you wanted me to chase you. This guy wanted to. This guy wanted to be with me. Period. Uh, difference. So my last one was. Um, so why younger guys are not guys that are older? So all right. 
I will explain this as best I can. Ready? Younger guys want to grow. They want to build something. They want adventures. They're not afraid to leave their comfort zone. Older men live in their comfort zone. Older men try to tame me. Like they try to change who I am. Younger guys enjoy my carefree spirit and the way I carry myself. I've never dated a younger guy or, or an athlete who ever cared about how smart I was, who didn't care that I was blonde, all right? They didn't go, oh, well, you're blonde, you must be stupid. No, like, yeah, uh, they never cared about me owning my own company or having my own dreams or going after things. They never cared about how spontaneous I am at times. Older guys, oh, let me tell you how much they fucking care about that shit. They have to provide. They can't, they can't have me working. I have to be the, the, the little girl, you know, that's sitting at home, twirling my thumbs, waiting for my man to come home. You know, have to cook him dinner, have to do his laundry, have to be his mama, basically. Now, I'm not going to be anybody's mama. That's not a relationship. Okay, first of all. But second of all, they're in their comfort zone. They don't want to leave their comfort zone. And some of you older men, you know, I, I was just, did I just talk about spitting? Like when, when Keandre Miller spit, you know how disgusting that was? Let me just tell you how, how gross some older men are. <clears throat> and I'll leave it at that. Um, so here's the thing. I love having conversation with people and I know my vibe is magnetic. I, I do cheerleading. I'm a cheerleader. I'm magnetic. I bring in people. That's what cheerleaders are supposed to do. Um, and I'm a dancer. So obviously, um, I'm always open to meeting new people. No matter anyone's age, I will meet you. I'll meet you for a drink. I'll, we're not dating. See, here's the thing. Like, if I'm just meeting you for a drink, that's not considered a date to me. That's considered just a meetup. I'm just meeting you. Don't date it in your head that, oh, now we're dating. No, I'm meeting you to find out who you are and to get a vibe from you. Because once I get that vibe from you, I know if I'm going to like you or not. Point blank. That's why people should have more conversation with people offline. Okay. Online, I don't care. You want to have a conversation with me online? Sure. I'm always open to that. And if you're a guy and you know there's no chance in hell that you ever can date me, but you enjoyed having conversation on numerous topics, I make a great platonic friend. If you ever need advice, I'm here. If you ever need something, I'm there. See, the best thing about me is I'll always have your back if you're my friend. If you're my friend, you will, I will always be there for you. Until you push me over the edge, but that's a different story. Um... If anyone ever feels they need someone to listen to or need advice, my DMs are always open. See, here's my thing, and this is my life thing. I wanna be the light for someone who feels that they have no, they don't have that. Life is better when you're caring and you're compassionate and you're kind. And you don't need to date me in order for me to do that for you. You don't need to date me. Obviously, you know, I have a lot of girlfriends because I'm kind, compassionate, loyal, supportive. I'm just fun to be around, basically. I mean, you know, cheerleaders, hello, hello. Hi. We, we know how to do it. <laughs> we know how it's done. But that's like this, that's just the same exact reason why I belong with an athlete. Cheerleaders, athletes, hello. Bread, butter, cookies, milk. Pizza, 
beer. Although I don't drink beer, but that's a different story. <laughs> but you kind of get it, like, you know, so I, I bring it. And I thank those that appreciate that I bring it. And I appreciate those that send me the direct, direct messages all the time. I still do. Even some of you have made me roll my eyes. I, I still always appreciate that because that just shows that you're paying attention. And everybody wants people who are in their corner who pay attention to them. Don't we? I mean, we don't want people who are just going to ignore us and ghost us all the time. So anyway, that's a wrap on this week. So there you go. Take with it what you may. Have a wonderful weekend. I will be DVRing the Rangers game for the most part, probably the second period and the third period because I have a christening to go to unless the restaurant where we're at has the bar, has the TV on, I will make them put on the game and watch it there. I will watch the first period and then I'm off to my new little cousin Vincent's christening. So exciting. I haven't seen my family in a couple months. So it's kind of, it's so much fun when we're all together. Um, we're Italian. So, you know, we know how to party. All right. So enjoy your weekends. And I will see you all on Twitter. See you on Insta. Occasionally on Insta. More like, more so on Twitter. And where else will I see you? Oh, and I'll be in Manhattan next week. So if, in New York City. So if you want to hit me up, hit me up. I will, uh, and we can meet for coffee if you want to meet for coffee. Ciao!